Yep. All right. The beep's going to be in it? I, well, I'm working on it. <laughs> Faster? As long as you're working. <laughs> We're going down on South Park. Come on, let's make some time. We're going down on South Park. We'll make you feel it fine. Strap on those headphones. We'll worm into your brain. Once our lips reveal those tips, you'll never be the same. We're going down on South Park. Your moments will be wine. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> to another episode of Going Down on South Park. Hello, I'm Sean Fall. I'm going down on South Park too. Yeah, I, I wanted to do it. Okay, I'm Joy Bunny. I'm also going down on South Park. There you go. So, um, hi, Sean. Hi. How you doing? Eh, you know, I'm getting. It's weird. No Sean O'Brien here. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those episodes. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, away on the East Coast, I assume. Yeah, he's uh... Uh, attending weddings and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, we've uh, been forced to view this without him. Although his, his presence during the viewing is not uh, usually, uh, uh, well, he's usually reading during the viewing. Yeah, so. he doesn't really pay attention. I yeah. think he just it absorbs it through the, uh, the oral regions. Mm, yeah, well, I assume we've, he's seen it before. But nonetheless, uh, we are here to review, what episode number was this? Like uh, uh, This was 2108. 2108. Right? And it, yeah, uh, something like that. Uh, Moss Which Piglets? Is, yes, 2108. Moss Piglets, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read the synopsis then. Well, first, what, what's your first impressions? What did, you, did you like it? It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tend to agree. This one was in, I, I hate saying that, but it was a mediocre episode. Yeah. yeah. It had some good laughs. Yeah. Um, and it was a traditional Nate and Mimsy episode where we, I think they've had like three of these, right? Or four, something uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, somewhere in there. There's, oh, been, there's been a handful of them at least. Um, okay, so I'll start off with, I guess, reading the synopsis then. So it starts off with Nate and Mimsy. They want to win the special ed uh, science fair. Why? Because they want to get all the pussy. Yeah, all of it. They want to be knee deep in love. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's gross, but it was, it was fun. Yeah, you know. Kids. Kids, yeah. <laughs> um, so they try to basically win the science fair, and they go and see Timmy and Jimmy's experiment, mm -hmm. which is water bears. Yeah, which they fail to see the, the experiment in <laughs> because of their volcano being a very intricate right. experiment. <laughs> Did you ever do that, the baking soda and the vinegar? Um, I've, I never made the model of the volcano, but I certainly oh, played okay. with, you know, mixing shit up in the kitchen. <laughs> you just took baking soda and vinegar and just put it together. Fuck yeah, you never did that. <laughs> no, I, I did it in the Sometimes, paper shame volcano. Uh, dude, you don't have to take that many steps. Like, <laughs> you can just fucking. Like, it's true. It's right? like I, a twenty-hour project versus like ten minutes of fun. This <laughs> like, is dumb. I, I never went to those shortcuts. I should have. You're right. Um, okay, so it goes back to Heidi, and Heidi is uh, she approaches the girls and she calls them judgmental bitches because she she, uh, she eats with them and they all talk bad about her. And well, because Heidi concerned. has essentially become Cartman. <laughs> right. Only she can follow through. Uh, well, yeah, that's coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, um, Nate then goes back to the water bears, drops lye and a hair straightener into the mm -hmm. water bears to destroy them. And then- Hair straightener? Yeah, it's like a hair- Oh, no, that was a curling iron. Curling iron, whatever yeah. it is. You know, It's a big difference. Thank one you. makes curls, one makes it straight. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay. It's like the opposites. Yeah, yeah, whatever. They're the same in my mind. They just, yeah, even though they're- 
Two with your long point. flowing beautiful locks <laughs> you don't have uh, a myriad of devices to get to tame that mane no i am bad with mm. my hair i'm one of those people who has very long hair and does not take care of it mm. that's not a good thing no you're not dreaded yet so yeah yeah at least I don't there. Know that's, i'm gonna cut my hair soon <laughs> it's getting a little ridiculous very much so anyways um so they drop the hair curler into mm-hmm. the water bears and they explode and um but they don't just explode they uh they evolve mm. and they uh instead of just like enjoying taylor swift <laughs> now they move on to the hokey pokey yeah somehow they've learned the hokey pokey <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so then um basically heidi then comes back and then um makes fun of all the girls at the bus stop just like cartman would mm-hmm uh, I love this moment, by the way. We can move on to favorite moments as we're doing this because I don't give a shit. No. But this was, uh, I thought just Heidi was hilarious. I, I like Heidi as a new character. I, I do. Yeah, I like her as uh, becoming the new Cartman. Um, I hope that does uh, stick around for a while, but not too long. Um, I think it's something that is a novelty that can certainly overstay its welcome if yeah. it's uh, done too much. But um, I do, in yeah, there were many l- just little moments with her, um, j- you know, just her use of skew. In- <laughs> <laughs> Ski. Yeah. Yeah, and, and keys. I noticed that yeah. too. Is that just Cartman's accent or is that like when you get fat, you get that accent? I don't know. Is that how I talk? <laughs> You don't say ski. <laughs> no, I don't think it's just a fat a accent. Well, the, in South Park's fat accent. Uh, no, because Cartman's the only one that really talks like that. And there's a ton of fat characters in South that's Park. That's true. As, as other character, I feel like other characters have gotten fat and started to talk like Cartman. Though. Um, Isn't that a thing? Yeah. Maybe it, I'm wrong. Yeah, no. I mean, that's like, yeah. Uh, in uh, Basketball. Like it wasn't necessarily Cartman, but he made like the the Cartman voice and kind of like pretended to be fat. So. That was weird. Like yeah. was that was he referencing South Park in basketball, like as that character? Yeah, so, I don't I don't think so South Park exists in that world. No, I don't. I, I didn't take it as that. I took <laughs> it as like just trying to make fun of him and you know be you know the fat guy, not necessarily Cartman in okay. that movie. Um, there wasn't really supposed to be any crossover that I know of, other than. It wouldn't really make that a lot of sense, though, if it's just a fat joke. No, it didn't. It was completely out of place. I think it was just like one of those things that they shot for the trailer so that, you know, people would make the connection and then. Maybe it was just a blooper. Maybe. Uh, Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Throw it in there. Anyway. So the NFL shows up and they want to rebuild the special Spoiler ed. alert. <laughs> special ed Olympic. Okay, sorry. Uh, unnamed men with sunglasses. Yeah, show men up. in black show up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all know they're the NFL. You've yeah, seen but the I mean, you know, there's like, you know, a good few scenes where we're led to believe it's like the CIA or the yeah, FBI the or something. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, they show up and they give them a lot of funding and they rebuild, you know, Jimmy and Timmy's experiment. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, Heidi and Cartman try to get out of judging. Heidi gives a really cool speech. Hmm. I like that they gave this speech to Heidi. This was one of my favorite moments, Heidi's speech. Oh, the standard Cartman speech? Yeah. yeah. I, they gave it to Heidi, but she killed it. She called out that girl for having the tiny home slash trailer mm-hmm. park. <laughs> and Cartman and her had an argument. It was great. I, I think it was. it's an interesting moment to, as, as, as a show. To mm. give Heidi one of those speeches. That's almost like saying she's kind of elevated 
as a character now. Will that end just to uh, put Cartman in that position to have a Cartman in his life? So, like, you know, he's always that that douchebag that everyone is, like, slightly terrified of and slightly annoyed by, but still is slightly attached to. And now he's got that to yeah. sort of contend with in and of himself. So, again, like, I don't think it can last that long, but it is kind of cool while it's going on. I think we're going to do a little deep dive into Cartman after, after this in part of our cultural. I want to do that. Anyways, um, so anyways, the NFL shows up and they're revealed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Jones takes his sunglasses off and his eyes are like three feet apart. What was up with the alien looking guy? Is, that's Jerry Jones. Uh, they're just making a joke because his eyes are very That's evil. just like how that guy looks. Yeah, I don't gonna, know who Jerry Jones I'm gonna is. I'm going to show Sean Faw a picture of Jerry Jones right now. Is he the right head now? of the NFL? He's the Dallas Cowboys owner. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you think of his picture? I mean, I, I guess it's reminiscent of the South Park recreation. Yeah, I mean, it's just an exaggerated version of his yeah. weird face. I, uh, it is not necessarily a, a pretty face, but his <laughs> eyes don't seem uh, extraordinarily far apart in his Wikipedia photo as they do make him look in South Park. <laughs> Jerry Jones is very probably the most powerful owner, um, mm. and he's having kind of a civil war right now with the Is NFL. that just because like the Cowboys are the richest team or something? Or? Pretty much, okay. yeah. Yeah, and I think they actually number one are. Oh, okay, I'm not a hundred percent, but I think I think that's true. Um, and he's just going against the commissioner right now. I think mm. they're having some sort of civil war over all these different ideas, and you know how to get more fans, whether or not to use water bears, whether <laughs> or not to use water bears, uh, and how to basically turn them into fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, the hokey pokey is the first step, obviously. Yeah, but then you need a FedEx crate full of uh, <laughs> paraphernalia and. Uh, that's it. That's, apparently, it's the next step of evolution. Yeah. It goes Taylor Swift, uh, hokey pokey NFL fan. That's like 2001 when they pick up the bone and it, you know, becomes the space station. Just kind of a. You know, oh. yeah. I love that. Is that a match cut? The, um, the bone into the. Well, yes, but I think the there's spaceship? a more specific name for that. Like match cut is anytime like the action matches. Gotcha. So like more specifically, a match cut would be like you see me large and I'm reaching for the door, and then the next shot is my hand grabbing the door. Like that's matching the action. Gotcha. Um, I'm not sure if that like two different things like that would ne- technically qualify as a match cut, but I, I do see the connection. No, that's fine. Yeah. I'm glad you explained that for Sorry, all our non filmmaker listeners. Yeah. Um. Anyways, the NFL shows up, blah, 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 and uh, Jerry Jones is revealed. I said all this bullshit. Basically, yeah. it, and then it ends with uh, Heidi grabbing the water bears, running away. Mm-hmm. Carmen chases her, and the NFL chases Everyone her. Everyone chases her. Yeah, and then she eventually- She kind of gets cornered. Gets cornered yeah, and, 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 uh, is it in the school? I guess it's just in the main cafeteria. Well, the yeah, lobby, she, I mean. she makes it out the school, and then like some random men in black are you know kind of pointing guns at her, and she goes back into the school, and that's where the rest of everyone catches up with her on the other side. And they kind of try and talk her down a little bit. And then Cartman finally makes his way up to the front. And they have sort of that out-of-breath uh, uh, exchange of words. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was what echoes down as one of my favorite moments. That is, yeah, certainly a fantastic so little exchange there. When they were the only two who were heavily breathing. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was great. Anyway, so yeah, she eventually says, screw you guys, and eats all the water bears. Or drinks them. Drinks them. Eats yeah. them, sorry. Well, okay, fine. You're right, drinks them. You, yeah, you they're, tr- they're things. How dare you? You drink someone's soul. <laughs> <laughs> you are familiar with drinking souls. I, I, I don't doubt it. Uh, okay, so that's. do you have any other favorite moments before we move on to any other real shit? Um... Yeah, unfortunately, not too many. Um, just like I, I, I do like the concept or the—I um, don't know if it's necessarily a specific joke—but um, when uh, uh, Nathan and Mimsy come in and accuse uh, um, 
uh, Timmy and Jimmy of not having a uh, a question or a um, uh, uh, an experiment to their science fair project when they were all hepped up on the, the right. glory of the volcano. <laughs> um, I, I just I never understood the volcano thing as a science fair project. I don't, uh, well, it's bugs me. basic chemistry. You can say it's like it's this element combined with this element or something. Right? I don't know. But one thing has absolutely nothing to do with the other. <laughs> I mean, the mixing of vinegar and baking soda is, is is not a, it is only a representation of what a volcano can do. And if you're talking about the chemical reaction between vinegar and baking soda, that's one project. But then, yeah. No, you can, just, I'm saying it can be part of it, I, yeah. I guess. I don't think they went it's into a, it's that a, detail. <laughs> it's, it's a model of a research. It's not a project. It's not an experiment. It's a, it's a kitty experiment. It's not an experiment. <laughs> hates the kids oh i hate all kids that's clear yeah <laughs> on this podcast you said it i heard it uh do you like mimsy do you like i Nim- love mimsy you like mimsy. Uh, or no i love nathan and mimsy yeah mimsy uh, uh oh i see the, the love yeah i didn't even Sorry. yeah uh i it was this the first time we learned his name is mimola maybe i love that aspect by the way that mimsy is his nickname yeah um, I like shut Mimsy. Up, Mimsy. I've yeah. always loved Shut Up Mimsy. Yeah, <laughs> shut Up shut up, Mimsy is good. It's, it feels like it's, I don't even know the reference. It's like a classic like 30s cartoon. Yeah, or it's just, it, well, because they, uh, when Nathan first appeared, he was like, I think it was the um, the KFC gravy episode um, with the, he was like the gangster that had the connection to the KFC and then uh, Cartman was like coming in selling the KFC for him and stuff. Totally. Um, so okay. yeah, there's always been that like, that 30s gangster sort yeah. of with Down syndrome <laughs> thing attached i also love the fact that the whole science fair was the special ed science fair right. uh just you know kind of struck a home chord for me um let's talk about the octonauts oh god they made a, they made a, they made a reference to the octonauts like every what do they say like everything i learned i learned from the octonauts uh well they just asked where you learned about it and they they just screamed octonauts like everyone should know what the fuck that is yeah me i looked at you you looked at me and yeah. we were aghast at what this could mean so you looked it up we looked at the youtube of it um it's a kids show from yeah which makes sense because their kids are probably uh either you know around that age or getting past that age now so uh, i'm sure they're subjected to many of these types of shows so i assume we're going to be seeing a lot more of these types of references and coming episodes but uh yeah we we checked out the a little bit of the water bears episode of the octonauts and yes yeah, so they basically had water bears in that episode <laughs> yeah. I, I i thought this was interesting i'm like so they have to give them a shout out because they're basically taking this water bears thing and using it for their which is nice they're oh i i assume that's like where the whole like i assume they were on the couch watching fucking octonauts with their kids and like said hey this, this is our next show like, probably true actually <laughs> i forgot that there, these guys man. all like, have kids yeah yeah I mean, well yeah because that that's who's been doing ike so they uh at she's least, getting a little older yeah, yeah yeah that makes sense okay watching octonauts yeah so it is like a probably five to eight year old show maybe like four or five to eight year old children it's pretty um, advanced i would that's say that's what i mean it's a, like a british sort of science yeah like uh, um, underwater exploration show. Um, but yeah, uh, very odd thing. It's interesting <laughs> to see what kids are watching these days. I gotta say. It's, it's certainly better than a lot of the kids shows I've seen. Yeah. But it's complicated. Like they, yeah. there's like, it really is sciencey. I like that. It's like, let's go scuba diving and do experiments. I'm like, okay. All right. You're yeah. encouraging some science. <laughs> well, that's probably cause it's British. Yeah. I know. <laughs> God damn it. Everything they do is better. <laughs> 
I heard something, I don't know if it was an actual study or just like a radio person making up a study, but something like uh, people give a someone speaking with a British accent like 20% more credence. I would. <laughs> you? Just in general. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they know what they're talking about. I've heard their accent. Totally. It's confident. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, so let's move on to some more deeper shit. Oh. Uh, cultural relevance. Deep dive, deep dive, deep um, deep. one, we can talk about the, the first one, the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, completely irrelevant to my life. <laughs> you are not a sports guy. Have no. you been following any of the stuff that's going on with the NFL? I know the dude's been kneeling and then people got pissed off and then, <laughs> um, okay. That's about it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, the idea is, I think they're they're someone lo- burned a flag, maybe they're losing, they're losing attendance. Um, yeah, oh yeah, I was and, aware and of they're that. all like, "How the hell do we fix this?" Oh no, our billionaires can't make exactly as billion. That was dollars. a question I had. Like one thing I am or thought I was aware of was um, for the TV deals. Isn't it a thing that they have to have a hundred percent attendance in order to be played on television? I don't know if that that's not still the case. Okay, that um, was at least that, a thing in some that, point. That was. I'm a not thing. just making Sell up out. alternate universe crap. Yeah, when there basically wasn't, uh, when everything was like network TV, mm-hmm. I think this was like the 90s. Like, oh, okay. I, I forget when this ended, but uh, you had to have a sellout to, gotcha. to make it to air. You're right. So no, it, because there's so many channels, no one gives a fuck anymore and they right. make more money off the yeah, TV it's than it's just they do. every game's on ESPN yeah. or okay. every game's on gotcha. uh, you know, Fox Sports. Or right on. Anyways, um, I mean, was it, were they basically saying, one, are NFL fans dumb? Maybe, yes, I would say yes. At, or two- uh, Jerry Jones doesn't give a shit. Like, like these guys have no morals. They just want asses in the seats, and they're oh, yeah. willing to do anything to to or support anything just to make sure they get asses in the seat. That's pretty. I mean, they're businessmen. They want to make money, and it doesn't matter where that money comes from. If it's from water bears or people watching a volcano, it it's going to be money. <laughs> I know. I think you're right. Um, Can and, I get that money, buddy. Uh, okay, but are they taking advantage of the um, the dumbest NFL fans? Are are like tardigrades? Are you know? Um, is there a connection there between the attendance, you know, in the what the rising intelligence of the nation? <laughs> like, what do you imply? Well, I tell you what, I thought was a nice little dig at them was when they were like, "Hey, are you going to use the water bears to um, prevent concussions in mm-hmm. the future?" And I'm like, "Hell no!" Like, yeah, yeah. Like, so I think it's, they don't want to fix the problem; they just want to fix the money. Right. I think, I, and I would point to this is that I think a lot of people now aren't watching football because of the violence. Really, you think that's protest? I do think not necessarily like that specific, but I think I'm sure le- that adds up. Listen, but I-, I think less kids are play. I'm sorry, <laughs> less kids are playing. Playing it, mm. so if less kids are playing it, less kids are growing up mm-hmm. wanting to watch it. That's all. Oh yeah, and that... and le- their parents as well. Whatever. It, it depends. These kids are growing older. Like now, these kids are playing soccer. They're playing, you know, volleyball. They're playing any sport because every sport's available now. Well, yeah, I think that was uh, Freakonomics um, went into the the head injury stuff, and that is a a huge, um, uh, uh, we'll say, detriment to the sport right now, certainly. But I think there's a lot of things. I think there's just a lot more competition for entertainment dollar in general. So you I think know, that's a key too. I, I mean, I was going to argue against my point that the MMA stuff is really popular now. Yeah. So violence isn't necessarily yeah. going away. I don't think Americans have ever shied away from violence. We shy away from sex, but we don't shy away from violence that's but like we are, our thing but we are freaked out about this cte 
you know what I mean? CT? The, the chronic trauma, the, oh, sorry, the encephalitis to, the, you know, the head trauma to the kid. Well, I think it was the Freakonomics thing that uh, pointed out that a lot of that trauma w- uh, could actually be gotten uh, or taken care of if they actually got rid of helmets. So apparently since they went to helmets, they, you know, people uh, tend to use the helmet as a battering ram. And so the when you don't have the helmet, like apparently they don't have these problems in rugby where they just wear a leather helmet or no helmet at all because people are more protective of their heads and they're not going to I'm use them a, as bad rams. Hey man, I'm just telling you what I heard on the I thing. I don't know anything about this shit. An NFL game without helmets? Uh, wasn't that what they used to do? They had leather helmets, but I think it was a different game. I don't think. Well, yeah, that's the, that's what they're saying that like helmets change the way that people play and it encourages but people if, to but right injure now, their heads. If you just took all the helmets off. Mm-hmm. People, you think people instantly are going to change their way, or I think I don't know. I think well, a lot of the training, you make it hit once, but yeah, you're going to change after that. Fuck, like I mean, you if, might be right. I mean, I understand your point, but I think I don't know. I I, I would say that the the studies have shown. And I don't know this, but that their CTE was just as bad back then. The concussions were just horrible. They just didn't report it, and they were just kind of that's very well possible too. Died, like, or, died early. They were making minimum wage, and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. Um, I also want to talk about Heidi and Carmen if we mm-hmm. can move on to that. Um, so. If if Cartman is evil and mm-hmm. he's the embodiment of I don't know is the embodiment of pure evil is that no he's uh, chaotic neutral chaotic neutral okay and and then what is Heidi then um, Heidi I think is chaotic evil <laughs> like she's she has she went from fucking lawful good but she is becoming she is being transformed into chaotic evil from Cartman she's willing to follow through as Mister Mackey that, said that's the evil. <laughs> um, and I think this is interesting. I and I don't know if this comparison is fair. You can tell me if I'm a stupid liberal. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Cartman is the old worst parts of the right wing. The the Nazis, the hate, you know, the, all the violence, all that shit. Whatever, the hatred of women, whatever, you know, all Cartman. And then Heidi comes around and is corrupted by Cartman and is theoretically what our politics is now. Mm-hmm. And and you know, call it the Roger Stone side of politics, the vulgarity of it meaning you're willing to go for the jugular no matter what, yeah. just to win. And I think that's- an The hyper-partisanship. And I think it's an, maybe I'm make, jumping to a leap here, but I think that's the symbolism here is Cartman is the old style of politics. Hmm. And then we have Heidi, the new style, who's pretty much the same anti-Semitism bullshit or whatever it is, and hatred, but willing to do whatever. I wouldn't even say politics. I would say culture. That is I, the- You're right. Maybe politics isn't the right word, but- um, yeah, I mean, the, you know, I, I understand the right wing example, but I think that is something that has been flourishing through our culture more and more just lately, like just the general trading on vulgarity and, uh, you know, just horribleness rather than actual talent or, I think that's a good uh, point. Uh, I would say achievement. <laughs> also there's, I mean, the idea is simply of I'm willing to do whatever the fuck. I don't care. Yeah. Morality be damned. Yep. Machiavellian. Uh, I will swallow the water bears. Yeah. Be- no matter and just because, because they're in screw, my way yeah, yeah. Because, screw you guys yeah like even that's ca- true it wasn't even they were in there well well carmen said dude what the f-? like dude carmen was amazed yeah what does it take for carmen to well, be that's, like whoa yeah. that's an extra level so, she's carmen's carmen <laughs> it's it's a crazy thing and i think maybe you're right she's there to teach carmen a lesson um then are we, you know, are, is, well, at the end, like when she's forcing him to cuddle and then he's just like, there is a terrified look in his eyes. Even with that simple animation, you can very clearly see that he is, uh, you know, uh, not necessarily a willing participant, but too scared to leave. I think that's what makes Heidi scarier than Carmen. She's way, she's an extra exponential level scarier. Yeah. Um, 
just like I would be slightly, I know, nervous and scared is lame of what the what's going on in our politics now or in, or in our culture now, rather. Or how much more scared we would be if Hillary Clinton was in office. Okay, sure. That was what I was going for. But okay, uh, I wanted to make one more point about something I saw recently. Was the Alabama governor um, said she supports Roy Moore, mm. even though she believes all the women and the allegations against him. Roy Moore is the senate candidate, senatorial candidate that was accused of molestation. Was it exactly? Okay, um, and she believes the women, but she says, "I don't care. I'm still going to vote for him." So. I just thought this as a microcosm because mm. it's basically saying choosing I, teams. It's it's choosing teams, but it's 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 throwing out all morality just to win. Mm. It's saying I don't care if a shit if Roy Moore is a child molester. He's going to the Senate and he's going to be pro life. He's going to be uh, you know anti gun control, uh, all the stuff they like. So I think it's saying I really and I think uh, well, I've, how do you feel about that? I mean, is I've, that a fair? Assessment. So I think this was a point I was trying to make on a recent politinkering, but never really was able to articulate properly. But I think it's really dangerous to associate a person you vote with with everything they stand for. You know, we are given a choice of two people yeah. and to say that, you know, once I cast my vote for this person, that like everything they do say or believe is now my actions or belief. In fa- is- I think it's interesting. I would say it's also somewhat an indictment of the Democrats as well. Mm-hmm. Because what does it say when one of the voters. When they just let- brush off Clinton and they. I mean, well, that's part of it. I, absolutely. I was going so to go back to this example of the fact that they're willing to vote for um, a child molester rather than a Democrat. What does that say that the Democrats haven't been able to reach these people? That's true. Yeah. How do I reach these kids? <laughs> reach these kids. I, I don't know. I mean, the fact that they're, they, they think a Democrat is worse than a child molester. That is saying something. What about yeah. them and about the Democrats? Because the child molester is not going to take their guns. Yeah, I know. It's just, it, it's a little scary. The fact that we're willing to now. Well, he wasn't even a total chimo, though. Wasn't he like just uh, going out with like 17 and 16 year olds? 14. 14, but that was like the law at the time, right? Like that was the thing. Like it is, it is a weird case where it's like, I there's still, I think it's creepy as fuck. I oh, I'm not, I'm not arguing whether or not it's creepy. Because we're not talking about whether it's illegal. We're talking about whether he should be a senatorial candidate, a Senate in the Senate. Well, in and that's not illegal. We're not convicting him of anything. That's just, do you want to vote? Should we vote for this guy? Right, right. And, um, I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> like, no, they're not convicting. It's just electing. I, I think it's a big difference. Yeah. I think you're right when you say innocent until proven guilty if we're talking about his criminal trial. We're talking about, again, putting a guy in the fucking Senate. Let's but, not put a child molester in the Senate. How about, can we agree on that? And if we can't all agree on that, I'm going to be really depressed <laughs> and I'm going to have to build more amplifiers in my, you know, apartment alone with the lights out. Because that's what I do to make myself feel better. <laughs> You're going to electrocute yourself, man. <laughs> Turn the lights I, on. I'm fuck's sake. <laughs> You're right. I don't even wear my glasses sometimes. Oh, Jesus it's Christ. <laughs> Got to watch those capacitors, have you, ever been, have you ever been electrocuted, by the way? Um, Not by extremely high voltage, no. I once did electrocute myself working on an amp. Yeah, it wouldn't. was uh, not fun. <laughs> Turn the fucking lights on. <laughs> 
I I flew I, I flew across the room like the chair flew back and I went crazy. Okay, I'll oh, sorry to move on here. Do you, but do you kind of agree with my assessment? Do you think that the idea of Heidi and Cartman is kind of old style politics, new style politics, or well, old culture, new culture? Yeah, like I said, I think it's just more of a a representation of our our culture right now rather than you know any specific so element. She's Cartman too. Yeah, well, everything is just extremist now. You know, the the loudest voices are the voices that that ring out through the crowd right now. The the media landscape is just so bifurcated. There are so many different people you could listen to that the most extreme opinions are the ones that, you know, sort of rise to the top and get the most noteworthiness. I completely agree. I just want to ask a couple more questions because we never asked this one. I always yeah. like this one. Whose episode was this, Sean? <laughs> um, I mean, it was definitely a Heidi episode. Um, I'm not sure... It, it, she's more of a B story, but like as far as character development, she was the most developed or the most the character that saw, or at least we saw the most change in. Even though we didn't see the yeah, change within was, this episode, right. we we saw the result of the change. Yes, yeah, so, you combine previous episodes. It's absolutely she's yeah she's the most dynamic. Character. I guess so like the gap between last episode and this episode was Heidi's episode. Then, <laughs> You're right. We're missing some of the best parts of the Cartman Kai Heidi relationship that probably yeah, that, occurred a couple weeks ago. Well, it's, it's like Darth Vader. We don't get to see his transition to the dark side. We get God, to see him as a so good guy, and then we get to see him as a bad guy. But then such a missed opportunity. So it is. <laughs> uh, I also maybe it could be a Nimsy episode. I don't know. I mean, they're always a B side though. Yeah, yeah, a good B side. Well, I I, like honestly, that. I think that that is that's the thing. Like this was a Nimsy episode, but there was a really strong B side, which was the Heidi. Because uh, Heidi has build up. Yeah, there's. Um, She's yeah. a new character. And it's it's also a running thing more so. Th that is the running storyline is Heidi and Cartman versus this you know uh, episode story arc of just the science fair and nimsy like what did you think of uh, stan and kyle i mean stan and kyle weren't at all in his episode they took a complete backseat. i thought it was kind of interesting yeah we, we didn't even see them like at the lunch table or in the background or anything did right, we because they weren't at the bus stop they yeah. we didn't uh, when we were having lunch with the kids it's so weird it's like it's like we were substituting now scenes that we normally would obviously yeah. see bus stop lunch table with the girls. Well, yeah, and I, I think it's cool that they're exploring the other areas, like they like they had said previously that they were, um, uh, you know, when the show first started, they were Stan and Kyle, and then like over the last you know few years, they kind of became Randy and uh, mm -hmm. um, uh, who's the other guy? Fucking who's uh, Profowski? Um, uh, wow. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Jesus. Uh, we're so bad. We have a show about South Park. I know, we're the worst. <laughs> At some point I do I feel bad. We will list watch all the other ones. So we will eventually get to them. But I mean I should, we should just watch them a couple times through. We should oh, get yeah. in the habit of watching them whenever we're here in between. <laughs> Uh, we'll see if O'Brien goes for that. <sighs> Coffee talk. Um but <laughs> yeah, no, I think it is um uh, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Well then end the goddamn episode. All right. Shut up, Mimsy. Oh, uh, make sure to listen to our other podcasts. Unless you got any more funny one-liners. <laughs> uh, Not uh, now I don't. <laughs> no, literally literary. Uh, Politinkering, text before calling, and wild, wild west world. Make sure to subscribe and leave a rating. Tell your enemy, tell your friend, and uh, give us some money if you want from the PayPal's. 
Anything else? Um, Follow us at, at Politinkering. Yeah, you got the. You at, can uh, if you want to write longer. You can uh, Gmail us at, at uh, the Politinkering at Gmail. Uh, at Politinkering is uh, Sean O'Brien. You got at J O E B O N I E R at the Twitters for Joseph Bonnier. Edu.org. Yeah, you can uh, you can yell at me at uh, text B four and calling and um, yeah, go fuck yourself. Bye.